I'm Hank Berman. And I'm Jesse Hill. And our special guest today is Andre Kassam. Hey, how Andre. How are you guys? Hello, Andre. Nice to meet you. Awesome, man. So hey, wait, how do you... good to see you. So how do y'all know each other? We've known each other a long time. Uh, years ago, I guess it was O'Charlie's. It was where it on the beach, yeah. On the beach in front of Edgewater Mall. Andre was a bartender there, and I was a musician there. And Is it the uh, same O'Charlie's I know, like with the sweet butter biscuits? I mean, not biscuits, rolls. The one that was like in Gulfport. Yes. Yeah. Same, yes. Same, okay, yes. cool, cool. You have to speak in, in my terms. It was the one with the... Um, the Sunday brunch and all you can drink uh, mimosas. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know they did that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it it got crazy in there. I bet many good times. Yes, many <laughs> times. I, I played on Thursdays and Andre, uh, he bartended there, and we got to be friends. And uh, Andre, you've been plugged into the scene ever since, haven't you? Yeah, I've uh, done some moving around. Uh, I did a little bit of time in Vegas after Katrina, Miami, uh, ten summers in Nantucket, and then. Uh, back here and now with my business partners kenny and taylor uh have the red apple lounge and ah. you know huge fans of music right uh, well tell us about there, there you go tell us about red apple what's happening with that how long you been open what's the format and what are you doing with that uh red apple lounge is basically just as cocktail lounge we've been open for it'll be three months on the fifth uh we opened up cinco de mayo and things have been going blessed since then and of course, you know, Kenny has uh, mosaics where they huge fans of live music. We do uh, shows every night, two times on Saturday, two times on Sunday. And then, of course, Taylor has Neon Moon, where, again, huge fans of live music. They do shows every weekend. Uh, and Red Apple is located where? It's right near Mosaic, right? One, 1016 Government Street. Yeah. For, uh, oh, wow. Just just right down the street from Mosaic. So all so. this is all this is on Government Street. Like he was just talking about. That's great. Yes. That's great. Right, right there in the in the when you first get onto Government, just right down from the the brick building where. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Better the lounges. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, but uh, I was told I have friends that go there and really like it. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike and Brandy among others, and, and it's kind of a, a Pulp Fiction. Uh, decor i mean you've got some tongue-in-cheek stuff there right yeah it's um pulp fiction uh it, it's it's really just a whole um and god my mind escapes me uh welcome to my world uh, <laughs> the uh director um oh francis ford coppola no no uh if you're talking about pulp fiction oh quentin tarantino quentin, quentin, quentin tarantino, tarantino. Yes, it's yeah. quentin tarantino themed all the cocktails are named after a uh, tongue-in-cheek references towards you know all of his movies uh, oh, that's awesome i love that's that. that's cool isn't see it? i'm a big fan of that especially back in the day when it was leo's uh when they used to like name the pizza after the frank Sinatra pizza the elvis presley pizza really? like, I would, oh, those were so good and see i wouldn't even really i, I never see i wouldn't even ate. try the other ones because of course i'm a huge frank Sinatra fan or right. elvis i would i would dictate my pick off of this, the person that was named. I don't know why. You have no idea the jokes that are running in my head right now about <laughs> to get you to eat something that's really bad. Because oh, uh, oh, this is the Frank Sinatra. This, uh, this is the uh, summer uh, wind pasta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but anyways, that's really cool. I love when, when businesses do that. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so the whole name Red Apple came from, you know, obviously Quentin Tarantino. In every movie that he's got, he references the Red Apple cigarettes, which is a fake brand of cigarettes. But that was the whole thing behind it. I uh, never knew that. Awesome. I remember Bruce Willis talking about the Red Apples in in the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and as well, we've got a really? beautiful painting hanging on the right side when you walk in, which is uh, the Red Apple, uh, basically Eve. So it's also a you know. A, oh yeah, yeah, Adam and Eve. Remember Adam, the Adam and Eve yes. original right. scent. So, mm -hmm. so when you walk in on the left-hand side, we have what I like to call the Reservoir Dogs, which is Good a, movie. a picture with Kenny, my best friend and business partner. Um, it's got Daniel Fowles, Daniel Barajas, uh, who are managers at Mosaic. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, Nolan Keith, who has uh, lost spring with Kenny, and, uh, and then myself, and, of course, got Tony Quave, who's Kenny's right-hand man, and... You know, everybody has to have a Chad. So Chad's in there as well. But it's just walking down <laughs> Government Street, you know, and in reference toward the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs. And it's, it's a really cool photo. That's really neat. That's cool. Yeah, Do you that's... have any Inglorious Bastards stuff in there? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Just when you're there? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, before I came, this is true. Before I came, I was watching Between Two Ferns. You ever seen that on? on yes, with oh, Zach Galifianakis. Gosh, and he's the, of course, he's portraying the most inept, uh, politically wrong interviewer. That's <laughs> something he would have said. Oh my gosh! My apologies, but uh, man, you're going to think I'm crazy. You but are. I've seen. I, I need to watch Pulp Fiction again. Oh I, man! I can't remember. I remember the dance. I remember, but I don't remember like the premise. Like, but I, it's such an American classic. And what's crazy is John Travolta was at Scarlet Pearl, and we got to see him like you know walking yes. around eating. Well, I played. And, they were having dinner, and I was playing, and they they were the whole uh, the director and producer. Yeah, and him and the other co stars, and they were sitting at a table. And people had told me, oh, you need to play uh, the Chuck Berry song, C'est la vie, the one that he dances to. With, oh, wow. And the, the, I bet you he hears it. I, no, I didn't play it because it's like, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Or, yeah. or you could have something from Greece. It's like, no. Greece is the word. He probably <laughs> yeah, be like, see, really, dude? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> As it is, he, he shook my hand and said thank you when he was leaving. So he probably wouldn't have even gotten that had I not. And I played it, but anyway. So how's the how's the past three months? You've been open. How's it going? Is it starting to you know catch on? If people you know, I haven't been here. You know, I, I was gone You've the whole for gone two months. Bunch, so yeah. so like, what, tell me what are some things that y'all are you know doing to to rev up business, or is it starting to catch on naturally, or what? Well, we opened up very well. Um, Cinco de Mayo is a good time to that's open true. a bar on Government Street. I would think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. Uh, We've been very well received from the beginning. Of course, I've got my my following. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been bartending here on Ocean Springs now for about five years. Uh, started off at at Chard, then went and opened up Wilbur, which Laura in Toronto love her to death. Beautiful soul. Yes, she is. Um, and then moved on with Kenny, and for the past three years, we've won the. Uh, Coast Night, uh, Night Life Observer Award for Best uh, Wine and Martini Bar at Mosaic. Oh, that's cool. Great spot. If you're ever in the mood for a great tuna or uh, shrimp and grits, amazing food. And the courtyard right there. In the courtyard. It's very nice. And like I said, you know, live music. They have the best musicians that perform there. That's great. Um, but it's just been moving on to the Red Apple. Some of my people followed me over there and we've just been very blessed to have amazing people come through and you know like you said mike and brandy they bring all their friends and mm -hmm. you know i, I just I, word I of mouth is still the best word of mouth is best. that's true that's yeah. true and and it uh, uh it's in walking distance like uh i mean close proximity to mosaic yes and so a lot of people they'll come down and have cocktails at my place and go have dinner and watch music at mosaic and then come back afterwards for more cocktails. What are your What are your hours there, and what days? So, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we're open from three until Friday and Saturday. We close no earlier than two o'clock. If I got people there, right, we're open. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Uh, Sunday through Thursday we open at four till ten. But again, if I got people there, sure. And you know what? I said we open at three or four. If I'm there, the bar is open. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm not going to turn anybody away. Yeah, that's cool. Come that's on good. in, have a libation, enjoy your time, talk with your friends, talk with me. Uh, Very good. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a I I like that that uh, model in your head. I like and, and and doing it. I like the idea of that. If somebody's there, yeah, and they remember that people remember stuff like that. But also, Ocean Springs is such a totally different vibe, especially exactly where you're located, True. the Government Street culture that has been built there like you know it's not it doesn't have that corporate feel or that casino feel it's very yes you can walk in and almost like you're transported to another city to almost a, to an almost. Off, a section of austin or you are when you drive over that bridge you know yeah. if you want the bells and whistles that's fine you're five minutes away but if you want quaint and mm -hmm. and i wouldn't say luxurious but in uh a boutique, a boutique feel. yeah, yes, boutique, boutique feel. Mm -hmm. Then here we are, yeah. And that's why I love Ocean Springs. But yeah. one of the things that, and I saw you the past Sunday at the Wilbur, um, 
a lot of their guests that come through have been told about Ocean Springs. Oh, you should go to Ocean Springs. You yeah. should, you know, you really should. It seems like uh, uh, for that that kind of ambiance, it's Ocean Springs and Bay St. Louis, but more people talk about Ocean Springs mm -hmm. and exactly what you're talking about. Have that, it has that feel, it has a feel to it. And if you want to get away from uh, the craziness, so to speak, on a, on a Saturday, you're only minutes away from other places that you can go to that are a little more calmer. Not everybody's, you know, it, it, it's something for everyone, I yeah. guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, I mean, Bo like Biloxi, even if you think about Biloxi, you got, we always talk about casinos because we have, what, 13 of them down mm -hmm. here, I believe so. Yeah. Um, but like you gotta think the Vieux Marche, what they're doing over there. Is that how you say it, Vieux Marche? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like uh, with uh the ground zero. I mean, they're really living that up. So that is a whole street of, you know, things. Then you have of course Ocean Springs, but then you you know, downtown Gulfport has really revved up that 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 feel, even though it's like the second biggest second largest city in uh, Mississippi, like mm. They really take that downtown with you know half shell and all those places. Yeah, right. Fishbone Alley, yeah, yeah. Fishbone Alley. Right. So like, it's really we. Ha it's such a and the whole drive, especially if you do it during the day, like or in the evening, like the sunsets. I mean, mm -hmm. You can't beat these sunsets. True. I mean, it's. I know I'm like pitching for Mississippi Gulf Coast. Well, we <laughs> we are. Yeah. That's we, what this podcast is about: is the music and 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 all the other scenes that entail with it on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. We're yeah. promoting. We're promoting the, the what, coast. You so, know, what, what's your favorite proudly. times? Okay. is sunset at the Julep Room. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got to go. I've never oh yeah, been. I've Bayou. never been. I mean, you never been. Never been. The Ghost Julep of Elvis room. walks walks uh, nightly no. in there. They do a open mic on, I believe, Wednesday nights, mm -hmm. and go down there for a cocktail, listen to the music, mm -hmm. check out the atmosphere, look upon that. Big live oak, yeah. As the sun's setting to the west, mm -hmm. it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then you know Sunday afternoons, you know you got Hank playing on the porch over mm -hmm. at, over the at Wilbur. the Wilbur. Mm -hmm. I mean, th there's just there's something for everyone now and you, every and every pace. Yeah, you, you know, you like that gig at the Wilbur? Yeah, it's great. It's it's like literally like playing on someone's porch. What day do you do that? Sundays. Oh, nice. Well, it's not just me. They have other people that yeah. play, but but. Um, but I'm there a bunch, and uh, yeah, Andre will drop by and kind of mellow out, and kind of hang out. But it's like people just sit and we talk and tell lies and have fun and just <laughs> you know, you know, just sit there and have a good time. That's awesome. So that's another that's another side of it, you know, away away from uh, or a part of the scene in Ocean Springs. But man, you guys you guys got it going on, Andre. That's that's great. I think it's awesome, and it's again, it's it it seems like it's not. Even though, yeah, because it's human nature to have a bit of competitiveness in, in yourself. But everybody, there's something for everyone. There's a, The pie is big enough that everyone can have a piece of it. Exactly, especially here in Ocean Springs. And you everyone know, knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. It's like I'll say, you know, I'll see you around campus. It's, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, you know, you also have places like Juke Joint, which they offer, you know, really great live music every mm -hmm. night. Yeah. Um, and... If you don't like it here, you go there. Just walk right. down till you feel comfortable. Ex yes, you know. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. And but I think that the more businesses that we have that are like us, mm -hmm. feed off each other. It brings yes. more people yes. to Ocean Springs who are like minded. Yes. And want to experience a good time. Like I, I play um, acid jazz at the Red Apple. I love acid jazz. It's just a good vibe, good feeling music. Um, then you go to uh, Glory Bound, mm -hmm. and they also have a, a different variety of right. music. Go to Wilbur. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's got a different sound, a different feel to them. Mm -hmm. So, if if you don't like what one place is offering at the time, grab your drink to go, walk down the street. When you hear something you like, boom, you're there. Perfect. I mean, you can't beat a place like Ocean Springs. And they got they got True. the OS fifteen fifteen project underway. I've been doing some work with them, but it's going to be called the OS Hotel. So they're actually bringing a boutique hotel here, a whole bunch of rooms built right across the Mary Sea uh, at the OS fifteen. So that's going to bring a is that uh, what the, that's what all that construction is over there? So you got it's Crave Food Hall. It is uh, the OS Hotel. I can say this because I built the website for them, um, and it's public. 
Uh, they and have, you own the microphone. That's true. And <laughs> and they have uh, lofts 1515, which are going to be condos. And then you have... The parking what, garage as well, correct? The parking garage. And then there's something else. Boy, this place oh, is... Oh, shop, shop's 1515. So it's going to be like a little retail shopping area. But it's all going to be in that one situation. But when that, when that opens up, think about like, if you want to stay in Ocean Springs... You have some nice, uh, I call them bed and breakfast. I know that's not the really, not bed and breakfast, but they're like a boutique hotel. You've got- Like uh, the Wilbur, like, like the you Roost. Got, you, they got the Roost. Uh, you got the Hemingway. Um, but this place is going to be a hotel. It's going to be a boutique hotel, and, and that's also going to have condos where people can actually buy and live right it, here on Government Street. It's going to be interesting. It's going to explode. The, how the com- complexion and complexity of the coast, of, of, of Government Street is going to change. Because I can tell you right now, Mary Holloway and his team, they want to move- east they want to move east mm-hmm. they're actually they're actually tra- um they're moving their um utility works to another street so they can keep continue to move east because when we do the um state of the city for ocean springs when we film it the question is how do we grow but keep that small town charm it's very important to keep that small town charm versus Agreed. just start throwing you know corporate retail shops everywhere like kind of kind of like gulfport did like you know off the interstate mm-hmm. like just hold like it, it just explode now Ocean Springs is something so special, so it, they can move east. But what kind of projects? But maintain be, that same small town. Yeah, they're going to be very town. picky of really what can. I come. think that's wise. It's I very think that's wise. Great. But that, that, I think that hotel, that condo, condominium, all that right there is going to. Wow. You're bringing in a whole different, other, you know, audience. I would say because yeah. okay, you can now demographic. We have a, now we have a full fledged hotel. You got you got condos down here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they have some condos like close. I'm going to talk about one government street. Right. Where you can walk outside and walk. What's that going to do? I mean, Government Street is is pretty uh, uh, congested. As it congested, is. <laughs> yes. That, that's well, the hopefully, the, I was I was editing in my head. <laughs> well, I think that the stipulation yes. was the parking garage as well. Like they they had to accept that. So, you know, the parking garage hopefully will be a huge help for some of the parking in Government Street. But um, well, there's no other way that there's no direction they can grow in. I mean, you've got yeah. You got Bowen go right there on <laughs> behind you guys, you know, on the on the, on the south side. Yeah, residential area. And then you've got 90 right there, but to maintain it. It's that's going to be, be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm so, excited to see the project. So you go can't through. go north or south. You have to go east west or what or east. You can't go Pretty, west. You can't go it west. Ends right there. And the see what they, what Roxy and them have done at um, right there off of Porter. I forgot what it's called. You know what I'm talking about? The really cool looking building. Yes. Uh, what's the name of that? Uh, well, we have the. Uh, the beatnik and then across the street yeah. is i, I don't know what you're talking about but no it's it, but when you pass it you, you see it you're like wow i mean the architecture is amazing it's right there on porter I'll, i'm gonna pull it up hold on y'all just keep it's, talking it's on the north side of porter they do uh, a farmer market there i believe every wednesday um the collective collective yes collective. oh that that's that's uh, yeah that, is that the going to be the parent company is that the parent company of this rain residential yes i believe so yes. so the, the roost is part look of that, that look at as that well mike davis mike davis look at that building that, yes. mike davis is doing I mean, it's it. not the best picture but i mean it's, yeah yeah it's it's really cool they did such a cool job on that that's that's so different for the area that building I mean, oh it's yeah like it's like my wife and i were driving by when they first did it, it like just it seemed like there was nothing there and then boom there it was mm-hmm. and it was like whoa that's crazy we've that's also cool. they've also talked about exit 50 because you know like when you're on the interstate your entrance to ocean springs either exit 50 or exit 57 and exit 50 is one especially with a lot of people from new orleans come when you get off exit 50 that's where i live i live 30 seconds north of exit 50 and it's all you know it's kind of it's hotels that are run down it's you know yes so they're really going to start focusing on that treating it like the entrance rejuvenated to ocean. And, yeah and, and, treating it like the entrance to ocean springs they and, a lot of and like coming. you said it literally it, it is. should be yeah and, and it should be yes yeah. i You're was right. talking to troy ross about that he's a supervisor over there and he, mm-hmm. he was talking about that's going to be some of their focus for the next term so did they reveal what kind of direction they're going to go in with that or is it still on the board are they still trying oh, I don't, to figure I, out? I, I don't they know haven't discussed i'm saying any of that. i don't know all this information just unofficially because i've videoed them in interviews for the state of the city so you get a lot right. of information poured at you and you're like oh that's really cool right. um so i hope they're very successful in that because i would love to see exit 50 cleaned up um because there's it's such a jewel in downtown ocean springs but to mm-hmm. get there you got to go either if you're on the interstate exit 50 exit 57 you gotta go down bienville mm-hmm. to get on government street once you get there and you got the beach walking distance you got all this business walking distance it's beautiful it's just if we can get yes 
those certain things. Even Porter is like that is that entrance, the yes. back way, and that's right. why they're really trying to re- revive that area to where it all kind of almost like tells a story yeah. before you enter downtown Ocean Springs. Uh, for those who don't know, Bienville Boulevard is also Highway 90. Yes, because I've had people from out of state, uh, out of uh, that, uh, that have said, "Well, I'm looking for Bienville Boulevard." And it's like, "Well, you're on it." I just meant, I just realized that. Yeah, I always called it Bienville, but I, but it's part, of, but it's, it, but it's part of ninety. It's yeah. it is ninety. It is, 90. It is that, that section of ninety in Ocean Springs. So anyway, for anybody that's listening or, or knows someone that might be confused, that's what it is. So cool. So, what? talking about Ted and Roxy, the job that they're doing at Gulf Hills is amazing. Yes, the hotel, yeah, that... the Sunset Lounge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably one of the best views. Aside from yeah, the well, it's across the bay from from uh, and the hotel. The, the hotel needed it. I, I've been playing. The, I played there a couple weddings, and I remember going there. And it was it's historic. I mean, it's it's that old field, but I could tell it was. It is historical. Yeah, I mean, but Elvis he, Elvis walked the grounds and Al Capone before then. I mean, among others. I'm gonna take their home though. That that couple, Roxy. What's her? What's the other guy's name? Ted. Ted. So Ted and Roxy. I mean, the, what what they touch. It becomes a they're doing I'm, something right. They're doing they? something right. I'm, I, I highly respect their work. Yeah, I really do. So and Capone's Lounge. Yes. Speaking of, yeah, love I, that place. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I gotta get out more often. <laughs> All this stuff happened when we started having kids, and well, so we haven't really been out. But me and Steph, we were talking about like, hey, you know, you've been a little busy. Yeah, but how does it feel to have like a date? We haven't had a date night in a while, and so you know, you should like, go to Anthony's. Under mm-hmm. the oaks. So we actually we've actually eaten there before. That was one of those ones we kind of yeah. like went off the beat path. We we're like, you know what? Let's try something different. Yeah. And Anthony's so we went to good. Anthony's, and that was really good. The food is good um, as well. So yeah, the but, view. But that's the goal is like try different things, and like you know the red apple, like that'd be mm-hmm. a really cool place to go have a cocktail and absolutely, and and just get the vibe and. Um, because I love that area. That area is done very well. And this is no cover charges for anybody that might be right. You don't charge a cover charge. Yeah, because some people don't know and. You know, Government Street isn't built on that at all. So, and you guys, Mosaic and, and Red Apple and that, you don't. I can't think of a, a place on Government Street that charges a cover. And the, it'd be it'd be suicidal to me to do uh, it. I mean, for Let live music? Yeah. And yeah, and that's that's pretty good. Any other city you go to that I can think of, if you're having live music, you have to pay a cover charge to walk in the door. Yeah. Except for Ocean Springs. Another... another uh, Murky Another waters, mar- good thing. Yeah, uh, murky water. God, that freaking barbecue is so good. It's yeah. smoked meat. Be- best if you want. You don't sell wings, right? No. Okay, so best wings <laughs> of all time. I don't want to like. Well played, sir. Well played. Oh no. <laughs> but best wings by far I've ever had. Really? Murky waters. My gosh, I'll order. I'll, I th- I'll have to come like over. Then the deep fry. It's oh, stupid. Really? They, You're like the done, goldfish. You just eat till you blow up. They've done it right. <laughs> they've done it right. Like you know, buffalo wild wings. Um, yeah. Dominoes. I've tried them all. Yeah. And your favorite is gosh, yeah. Murky Waters does. I have right. a feeling. I know where you're going for lunch. Well, I, I know what I'm just thinking. Like, okay, you know, what can we do for dinner? Murky <laughs> Waters. <laughs> after after a drink at uh, at, Red yeah, Apple. At the Red Apple. Yeah, go get you a cocktail and. Tarantino. Yeah. That's cool. I'm excited to see it. I'm going to definitely check it out. And um, so let's talk. I want to talk about a little bit about music. So, you know, Hank, from years back, let's mm-hmm. talk about, you talked about acid jazz. Is that your preferred music or is that just the atmosphere of that place that you want to connect it with? Or It's more the atmosphere that I wanted to portray. I like that. It, to me, it's um, jazz with a little bit of funk mixed into it, mm-hmm. um, a little DJ style. So, it's not just elevator music or what or, i call the, the or, local on the eights kind of jazz yeah <laughs> local it, on the eights oh it, that's funny yeah it's, it's not your boring jazz it's, it's yeah it's kind of a, it's it's background up. elevator but the on the eights that's funny right. yeah it's my dad always called me i was like i would have i put break time music right. and see a, a very wise man don sprayberry said when you're doing break time music because i used to, my break time used to be like a michael buble or frank sinatra yeah you know yeah. album he said you know what he goes if you played stuff that has no lyrics and it's kind of not as fun as listening to you sing more vanilla it make yeah he just it makes them want you more and so i was like okay that's so, kind of cool idea so I, I would press it and it, it would kind of you could tell like people would kind of get in this mood they're like you know when's the singer getting back yeah and that was like oh i'm back okay cool. it's a treat Smart. so and it was always local in the eights kind of jazz that's <laughs> anyways but, but trip hop is is a, it 
I like trip hop. Do you, do you ever listen? Uh, uh, no, I said trip hop. You acid jazz. I was yeah. going to ask you about trip hop. Do you have you listened to any of that kind of genre? I when I was younger, man, and I still enjoy trip hop. Mm -hmm. um, so my background was for many years. I was into the techno circuit. Mm -hmm. um, I still enjoy techno music, mm -hmm. uh, but I find that acid jazz to me is a good mix of techno with classic jazz mm -hmm. so it's easy listening but it's not overpowering yeah sophisticated techno exactly i like that so, so that's what i want i want people to come in i don't want them to be overpowered by the music but i want them to have that mellow chill right. good time but at the same time have a little bit of energy to it yeah i like that yeah that uh, it sounds like the vibe you've created is really cool there at the red apple and when you walk in um Taylor Pontius did an amazing job with uh, my business partner, Kenny's best friend, Cedric, mm -hmm. building the place out. And Kenny did an amazing job decorating the place. When you walk in, you have all these pictures, uh, just uh, interesting characters. Mm -hmm. The walls are really beautiful navy blue. And then the bar itself on the back bars, it's bright candy apple red. So just Ooh. the aesthetics oh, it really sets it are off. visually pleasing. And so we have to match that with the music. So as well as being uh, uh, visually stimulating, you also are uh, entertained by the music. But it's not overpowering to where you can have a conversation with people of all walks of life from different genres. And it... It, it works. It works. Stimulate it, your senses. together. Stimulate yeah. your senses at the Red Apple Lounge. Right. See, you've got the voice. No, you actually have the better voice. I'm a, I go into a whisper. You Stimulate the senses at there. the Red Apple Lounge. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Yeah, see? My next commercial, you, you get, I'll be the you guy. The part. I'll be the guy. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, we can record it right here. We can do a thirty-second segment. It'd be fun. That's right. No, um, but yeah. So, like, when you're when you're driving your car, you know, blowing leaves off the sidewalk or whatever, what kind of music do you like to listen to personally? What's your what's your or like, let's say if you're not going to the Red Apple, you want to go somewhere else, you know, away from Ocean Springs or whatever. What's what's the music that like draws you into saying, hey, I want to go check that out? So, aside from Hank. Um, there you go. I, I like this there. guy. I like <laughs> this guy. But I've been listening to him for twenty, yeah, three years. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? How time has flown God. by. Yeah, I mean, um, but I just I love a good acoustic set. That's uh, cool. That being said, Eugene Ish, yeah, does an amazing job. I love mm -hmm. going to listen to him at Mosaic. Uh, Jody Harris and her band District Lights, mm -hmm. they're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I'm just driving around. Probably gonna be listening to um, to techno music. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Now, is dubstep different from techno music? Is techno? So I'm more of like a house and trance kind of a guy. Not um, industrial. Not industrial. Yeah. Industrial and dubstep are a little bit on the heavy side. Yeah. Gotcha. And that to me, I, I just like something light to, you know, brighten my day up. I like that. Um, if I'm not listening to that, I'm listening to jazz or mm -hmm. that's or, cool or blues. Yeah, uh, my dad raised me on classic rock and roll. See, I mean, my dad. Too. I think all dads, like especially that era, just yeah, raised yeah. all their kids. Because I remember just going down like Foreigner and, and you know, uh, was it Boston? I used to love yeah. Boston. Boston. That's because you guys are young. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If, 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 yeah, right. If you ask me as well, my dad raised me on Al Jolson. You know? <laughs> my dad raised me on well, uh, Ragtime. They, they, they didn't have music because they didn't have talkies back when I was a kid. <laughs> oh man! No, but that's great, and it, and it, it obviously, and it's great music. I mean, that's given classic rock. I mean, it's. They were it was, gonna go. Hey, it's classic. It was a treat for me on a Saturday afternoon for my dad to take me out in the 240Z, with the t tops off, and jam out and just cruise, mm -hmm. you know. And then on my mother's side, she raised me on country music. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I listened to you everything. You got it all. I, I've got an appreciation for all walks of life. Um, when mm -hmm. I was uh, uh, growing up, I played the alto saxophone. I played Barry. I played the tenor. I never um, knew this. I taught myself piano. Um, I tried learning um, the trombone and uh, the trumpet, but my uh, band director kept kicking on to me because he said it was going to ruin my amateur uh, trying to you know play brass versus a wind. Yeah. Um, oh wow. So I, I basically I stuck with the saxophone, which I really yeah. never knew that about you. See, find out something about. 
Andre every day. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, Andre on a Thursday night is playing the saxophone. That's right. Apple. I can see this, the <laughs> silhouette with the fog outside of the red apple. Just <laughs> that lonely sax. That, no, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That that's is awesome. awesome. That is awesome. I, did, I didn't know that. Was uh, did you did you pursue any kind of band stuff uh, away from school band after uh, while you were in school or out of school? So I played in marching band, uh, jazz band. Mm -hmm. Um, in classical, uh, got a, uh, uh, played in college for a little bit, but I more enjoyed the jam sessions that me mm -hmm. and my classmates had off of grounds. Yeah. Um, that's where it was real fun. You yeah. didn't have sheet music in front of you. Somebody would pick up and just start playing a beat. Uh, generally the drummer would start something and then, you know, either the horn myself or, um, somebody would start leading off and we just all follow just play by ear oh, that's cool that's awesome to me jam sessions are where it's at yeah. that's why i really enjoy the the julep room mm -hmm. um because man those guys they can get down and like i said no sheet music just right talented musicians getting together playing for the love of it i'm surprised that the coast uh, and they used to it used to be really prevalent on the music scene years ago would have jam sessions clubs would have jam sessions and you could go there and 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 it was kind of like the musicians back then were kind of like how government street the entity itself is now in that it yeah we all do the same thing but we weren't competing against each other we were playing together we knew each other we knew our families and that made a difference and we'd get together and we'd we'd play and then it just kind of filtered out or for whatever reason or faded out rather and and they don't have it anymore but i'm surprised somebody hasn't brought back a jam sessions i don't know um what it would take I bet, you, I bet you the innovation of technology has has kept that away and the reason why i say that because hank you can pick up a guitar and start playing i mean there, there's people out there that could do that but mm -hmm. some of the newer musicians are like with the technology of tracks background tracks mm -hmm. and and like me i'm just a singer i mean mm -hmm. i can play guitar but i can't sit there and start jamming with with you uh i'd be left in the dust i have a feeling that the solos and the duos have kind of taken away that unless you've been in a, in a band or you have a you're from you know like, i see what you're saying you know what i mean like yeah. because it's you could do your bobby mcferrin and start doing all your weird sounds and bobby mcferrin what is bobby mcferrin you don't know bobby mcferrin he's he, he did a song a, a, a novelty <laughs> song that made the radio some years ago with uh don't worry be happy Oh, he is a little song guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he he is very innovative. He does he, he emulates horns and musical instruments while he does this. I almost said acapulco because I say that as a joke all the time. Acapella show that he'll do or, or used to do, and he and he'll do drums on his chest, and he'll. It's really crazy what the guy could do. He's That's he's interesting. A, and he's a jazz musician, but he, yeah, I'll I'll turn you on to some of that. Check him out. Bobby McFerrin. I don't know what he's doing now as far as uh, maybe he's gotten away from that and actually playing with real bands. But he, yeah, he he was, did like Levi Jeans did commercials a while back where they'd have celebrities doing different, and he was one that was on doing this. Uh, I, have looked, I have looked that up. I know yeah, that one yeah. song, but I don't know I anything know. about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, don't worry, be happy. The video had Robin Williams in it and just a fun song. But anyway, yeah. So, but getting back to the jam sessions. I still think it would be fun, even if it's acoustic. You know, I mean, I play electric and acoustic. It'd be fun just. To I bet you acoustic play would be somebody. easier to set that up. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it it it, it, it might. It's not singer songwriter circle type thing. It's just you're jamming. Yeah. You know, and bring in a horn or bring you know or somebody playing uh, you know percussion whatever. Anyway, that's just Speaking I'd of, like to see uh, singer that songwriter. Are we having that this year? I believe so. I know uh, after mm -hmm. the shutdown. We haven't. No, I, they're planning on doing it. I think I thought. Is it in the fall? It's usually in the fall. Yeah, during it, festival season, I believe October, November. Sometime. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. I was supposed to have a meeting with the Songwriters Association about the website, the social. Well, they're here we, in this we, building, aren't they? Uh, the, the, uh, they're. I believe they're a partner of Mary C. But okay. I have since I was out, I have not uh, been able to meet with them. So I don't know the details, but I'm sure I know they're going to do it. Um, I definitely. I know they wanted to get bigger and and more. They, the city wants to be more involved with the structure and everything because it is a good draw. Yeah, you, know, you, so you got like the Peter Anderson Festival, and then you got like you know, uh, 
the arts festival. And so I think that's one of those ones they wanted to make it bigger to get get up on that kind of level. Quite well at Florabama and other places. You know, mm-hmm. no reason why it shouldn't here as well. And plus, you'd attract singer songwriters from the state and and outside areas that. And we have great singer songwriters, and mm-hmm. just like we were talking with with Terry mm-hmm. on our last episode, is like, I hate that we we have such great talent here, but they feel like they have to go out of state to to make it. Like you have to be in Nashville or L.A. or well, New York. Part of like, that was that the, the coast has never been known until, and, and even so, it, it it's beginning to, but known as an original music kind of place. Mm-hmm. It's always been covers here. Well, we need a really good recording studio. Yes. And we have a recording studio. But I'm talking about like, you yeah. know, we, something built for, hey, let's make let's make hits. Yeah. Let's not make just like a demo, but let's try to make a hit. Well, all know? it takes is one person coming in, I think, you know, and like, oh, so-and-so, you know, is coming, mm-hmm. uh, recorded on the coast. Well, that perks up not just other musicians and companies and record companies' mm-hmm. ears, but as also um, um, the people out there that say, oh, well, that's cool. Well. I mean, people, I can't tell you how many people have said they've gone to Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals is nothing is there except for this brick building that happens to have recorded uh, multiple, multiple million. Of all time. Yeah, I mean, it was great of all time. Exactly. Of that all is, time. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, so we, we would have a little more ambiance with it. Uh, but, but it could happen. It should happen. I'd like to see it happen as well. You know, it's funny. Uh, just uh, the other night, I had a, a guest in, and he turned me on to this restaurant slash late night music venue that was here on the coast before the casinos came in and i'm struggling to remember the name i'm sure hank remembers but it was uh what is that supposed to (laughs) be you're always talking about fiesta and all this stuff and i'm like i don't remember that it was uh, a dinner club that also had a 24-hour cafe and i'm talking about the 50s and the 60s okay you had gus stevens Gus Stevens, yep. yes, that correct. was that was on the corner of what was Pat Harrison and is now Veterans. Is that the same ninety? When you say Gus Stevens, is the same as Cy Simons or was that totally separate? Cy, no, that was down on, uh, on that was that was on Division. That was um, uh, yeah, his place had uh, Hank Williams Senior. I mean, had Elvis. Elvis, Elvis played there when Elvis was living in Gulf Hills. Yeah, Elvis had a place. In fact, I went. I used to play golf a lot, and and there's there's a, somewhere on the ninth hole. Somebody will correct me or us, us. Yeah, correct us. Uh, <laughs> um, that that's the house. You know, it never failed. Yeah. That's the house that Elvis stayed in. Yeah, you know, uh, so. Cy Simon's daughter Jerry Weldon, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Uh, was a big fan of, you know, the Sinatra feel. So she would come and see me and we would talk. She'd mm-hmm. bring me pictures. And it was like her as a little girl, you know, meeting Elvis and meeting yeah. Hank Williams. And I'm like, yeah. and, it, and 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 I think it, it was a, it turned into a paint company, got yep. the building there or something. But it was like one of those haunted places. It had the, all the ghosts of the people that played there and all the, the people that, that went there. It was old Biloxi. And it was an old Biloxi mm-hmm. place. And it was just... I'm sure to a lot of those those men and women that went there at the time, it, it it was just a bar. You know, it wasn't anything special. But and and you but know. you had all these talented yes musicians that came from all over the country to perform there. Yes, and you don't think about Biloxi, Ocean Spring, the coast, yeah, having that draw right before the casinos came. Correct, but it did. Yes, it did. And to think that. You know, in the 50s and 60s, that people were out partying 24-7. They partied hard, they, just like they do now. Yeah. At I, the coast, that's the coast. I was really surprised and amazed to learn this. You you were talking about Gus Stevens. Gus Stevens was, what it's famously known or infamously known is that it was the last place that Jane Mansfield I was about to performed. Pull, I was about to pull that up. Like saying, yeah, she wasn't performed. there a very famous actress, yes. and they have a picture of her on, at Hotel Legends. Yes. Beautiful girl. Oh, she was, and she was, Gorgeous. her IQ Stunning. was through the roof. She was, she had it all. She, was she literally what? coined the phrase dumb as a blonde. Or, you know, she wasn't dumb at all, but she was a marketing. Yeah. She, her daughter is on Law and Order. Oh. Uh, Mar- Mariska, I can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but her legacy has lived on through that. But yeah, un- unfortunately, uh, leaving the show, we didn't have the interstate back there, so they took old ninety, and it was foggy and really ugly. And was it was in it in Bay St. Louis? Waverly it was or? outside of Bay, west of Bay St. Louis. Old ninety took you into New Orleans, and that's where they were headed. And that oh, was wow. another thing, which is kind of like happening now. 
uh, with Ground Zero uh, on the coast that it, that it's a the coast was a place people were going from say uh, Atlanta to and back especially back then uh, transportation uh, they it the coast was a place they could get a gig in between the two big gigs. That's so, true. So it was. That a, makes sense. So it's like yep. instead of just driving straight from one gig to the other, hey. You know, the lure or, or the marketing aspect was, you know, come by. We'd love to have you. You know, you can make some money. You know, we'll set you up, eat great. You know, people are friendly. We get the White House Hotel. You probably stay the White, <laughs> Probably. Probably. And you wake and, up to a beautiful sunrise. And so yeah. so that became a thing. The House of Blues in New Orleans did that a lot, too, when they used to have a lot of music in recent history, that it was um, a stepping stop a stop a place to stop and get gigs but there was other people that played gus stevens and it was a a a true supper club i have friends that um that worked there as bus boys when they were kids yeah 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 yeah, i know (laughs) i I am so dying wanting to say names but i'll embarrass him and another time but um but 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 like dick dick van dyke and his brother jerry would play andy griffith andy griffith yes andy griffith play, was here did he his stand up oh, here wow mm-hmm. yeah. wow yeah. see that is stuff and, i don't know that's historic man we need to have some statues or something about all uh, that. oh yeah uh, uh, steve stevens uh his uh, gus's son and his sister they had a place called stevens hot grocery on in Gulfport on Tea Garden in '90, and I used to play. For, I used to play for them too back in the day. About to say, man, I play. I play for the Romanovs <laughs> when the old. <laughs> I play for the Romanovs when the Bolsheviks invaded. The, the <laughs> night before the, the night before Lenin came in. Oh I, my hey, gosh! Somebody had to be the entertainer. That's why I'm laughing. That's why I'm like, because you've been there and you've done. You're probably the most well-connected musician down here well, that remembers uh, like past and present it's funny I, 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 I don't think of myself that way you know we unfortunately we just lost a few days ago mac taylor who was oh wow uh, he, he he passed away and mac was the guy he was the bridge between old and new you know but uh, but uh, but yeah i become that guy you know I was, I was the guy that played at uh general custer's you know the dinner they had the night before the <laughs> <laughs> before the soup wiped him out custer's last stand oh gosh <laughs> I, pl- I played that gig it was a, it was unplugged they didn't have electricity anyway, <laughs> anyway i was about to say custer what never custer mind. yeah because george george armstrong <laughs> boom, psh, yeah, try to veal i'll be here all week but uh but steven's hot grocery that the, that was uh steve stevens had it and and um they used to tell like you said wish you had pictures and stories these guys I think Steve ended up going down to Florida or, or the Flo- uh, Orange Beach somewhere there. But the stories were great. And and that's it's it's unfortunately those things aren't around anymore. And technology has a lot it, life just and civilization moves yeah. on. But but yeah, that that Stevens and there was a lot of other places that probably that that lesser known places that were here on the coast. The coast was wide open in many many ways back then. Yeah. That's an upset about. See, that. I'm in, I'm interested to see like that would be cool to, to bring some kind of well legends where you play yeah uh, that that's kind of a, a dinner around it's, the state but I it's, bet more, you. it's more hollywood per se but i bet the the setup would probably be about the same as what a dinner club yeah now we've back had in the 50s 40s 50s 60s we've had know. some some elderly people walk in okay not, not gonna even say elderly people yeah you better watch your tongue son i'm gonna read that out yeah so uh We've had some older generational people come in and say, hey, you know, this is not really really something. Where's the dance floor? That's the only thing it really lacks. And then once, I mean, hopefully they'll get that one day. But, um, you know, Hotel Legends is like like a a tribute to old Hollywood. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be really cool to have a place dedicated to old Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. Just like here's some old pictures that, you know. Of Elvis at Cy Simons, or, right? You know right. these these historical places that you know you, you you've heard. It's like almost like a a, a legend or a folk folk tale, or whatever. But yeah. you know they have pictures of James Mansfield, you know, doing a show there or right. wherever, and it doesn't have to be the exact location, but almost like a bow to old Gulf Coast because there's a lot of history, especially you know, untold history as well. But you know, it's it's there. I mean, Capone used to stay here, right? In Ocean Springs, he had the, he had his, the house right there by the not davis bayou anyways no. i'm just i'm just, sorry we did i'm thinking yeah, um, i'm deviating your septum what <laughs> uh, by the way uh jesse's real good at editing so you can say fuck all you want or 
anything. Every time he does that, I have to. So Terry McCormick, <laughs> well, I was it, like, <laughs> I was, I was for for but Terry. You don't curse like I do. Well, for so. Terry McCormick, I was like, <clears throat> okay, easy. I remember it going right through, and I was like, so I don't have to sit here and listen to the whole thing because I know like it. it <laughs> so I put sorry, my beginning Jesse. and I put my end. I put all my effects, and I was like. Hank said, fuck, let me go find it. And then, I, and then it took me, it took me a good 15, 20 minutes to find that spot. And I'm like, all right. And then I had to, well, we're, 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 we're about 45 minutes into it. So you can, you can find it. Yes. 45 so, minutes. Um, which time? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That's true. Uh, one of the things that, um, uh, talking about this kind of venue that I've noticed and it's come up in conversation is people are, and there's one in Orange Beach I found interesting. Speakeasies. The old, just the, there's a place in Orange Beach, and I thought it'd be so cool on the coast where, and they're smart in this respect too. It, it's, there's a speakeasy. Somebody had told us we went to see a concert there uh, and with some friends, and um, they told us you got to go to this place, but you have to have the password to get into it. So, where's the password? On their Facebook page, on their Instagram page, so I've they're seen this. so that's smart. It's so, great marketing. So they update it every day. Yes, every day it's different. That's right. So to get to it, right there at the wharf, you go literally into a a jewelry store right there. When you first walk where the jewelry store entrance is, there's a another entrance that looks like a bank vault, the handle and all the thing, and it has a key code thing. It's you, it's crazy you're mentioning this. So I filmed a TV show called Darley travels with Darley uh-huh. but went to Mobile so Mobile that big tall tall building there's this place it's called Dolphins it's on the top mm-hmm. uh, floor and it's owned by this older uh, NFL player um, who played for the Dolphins well there's a speakeasy in there so I actually got to see there was like this bookshelf and there was this big man in a suit and he was like password and we went there to go film um, and it opened up it was like this this bookshelf just slid open and you have this big bar and it, How has, cool it has the is big bank that? it has the big bank vault yep um i'll have to show you some footage but i was like kind of mesmerized I was I'd like, like to is see this it. place like real like it, yeah you you and it's inside like you it, i forgot what it's called you can look it up just type in mobile speakeasy and it'll mm-hmm. pop up um, i know there's one functioning right now in mobile because these people in in orange beach were telling us about it yeah and, and it, i went inside it we filmed it i got footage of it. it's amazing well the day that we went not too long ago it was so hot i mean it was just uh, it was typical summer day that we've been having mm-hmm. beginning of summer and um we, and so put the code in put a couple codes in we had it wrong and it wouldn't would not let you in and then finally the third time was the charm and we get it click you hear the click the door opens you walk in air conditioning smooth jazz acid jazz is playing in fact i shazammed a bunch of it because i'd never heard it It was really cool and you sit there you've got a a, a window fit on the water it was like it, it was just the whole the whole feel of it was awesome so that kind of i mean i'm i'm getting ahead of myself thinking talking about supper clubs and all that have it where you have to have the code you know that, that, and it's that's really what they did cool there's, a, there's a password and we remember that it's a facebook I think the it's something different. Yeah, it's it's, it's very like, interesting. Walking in there's Quentin Tarantino and you talking. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, it's it's a different it's a different. If you can do something that is different, because yeah. everything's been done so many. Like there's a lot of things that have been done, but like you can find a different vibe. Just like the and, and the I red mean, apple. That's well, what I was bringing I, it back to that. That's I one thing the, I think that that's you you are successful, and I think you'll continue being successful because it 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 has a different feel, musically and and. Aesthetically, what you're talking about, how it looks, and Quentin Tarantino movies and cocktails are like that's like a perfect, yeah. uh, you know, people maybe like you want to smoke red apples. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought red apples in the movies was just Marlboros, a nickname for Marlboros, because no. the pack. When I learned something his, today. Yeah, when when Bruce Willis in the movies opening, it looked like a pack of Marlboros. Anyway, just I, me. another thing I like about Tarantino is what they call the Easter eggs, which are like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm references from one situation in one movie to another situation in a different movie i don't know this give me an example please no, right, have so Easter egg. one of my one of my favorite examples is in pulp fiction so <clears throat> in kill bill number two bill asks his brother where's your hotari hanzo sword and he says i i hocked it i, I pawned it well, in Pulp Fiction, the sword that he kills the Gimp with is 
is the Hanzo ah. sword. Ah, so that's cool. At that pawn shop, right. And then when, um, how about that? When Vinny Vega has uh, Mia and she's telling him about the Fox Force 5 joke. Right. You know, but, yeah, the, the the pilot that didn't make it. Yeah, the Papa Tomato and Mama mm-hmm. Tomato and Baby Tomato are walking down the street. Catch up. Catch up. Well, the five women that were the Fox Force Five, if you look at Kill Bill, those are the five women that she has to kill to get to Bill. Really? I feel like such a dummy. I'm going to have to YouTube That's, that's, that's so clever. I mean, it's so it, clever. It, it, there's in... Um, and in Glorious Bastards, there's references to, I mean, all of the movies are intertwined in Tarantino's mind and in his world. That's really cool. I have to With, watch Django. I haven't watched Django in a while, but that was a good one, too. That I never saw it. I Django Unchained? It. Yeah. It's pretty intense. It's yeah. Yeah. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight is one Ooh. I was... Which one was? Hateful Eight. Uh, Kurt Russell's in it. The, the, they all mm. end up in a cabin, right? Yep. A, but did you hear, ever hear that the story? Was, that was a good movie. I like that one. Did you hear the story about the guitar? No. He's got a guitar. Well, the guitar that he had, uh, and and I'm paraphrasing because I don't I read it without having seen the movie, but uh, they got from C.F. Martin and Company Martin guitar that is like was like a relic, like like a late 1800s Martin guitar of of that period, and the, it was loaned to them under the uh, with them. You have to take this kind of care of it make sure i mean that, why'd you say was damn it because in the movie they smash it oh God. Uh, yeah and thought i i think i believe they thought it was, it was a, prop. a prop but it was the real guitar and they smashed it what wait what, what and it's what like movie a was priceless this? uh the hey play oh shoot a priceless guitar it's a priceless guitar and they smashed it, and they said that the guy from Martin that was on set watching bet about was. had a cardiac, just was like, no. And yeah. I bet you some of that oops. movie profits it, went back to. Oops. Yeah. Big oops. Big oops. Gosh, yeah. I, I can't see how you missed that. I can't. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm curious, having not seen the movie, so obviously not that particular scene in the movie, if there's a reaction on people's actors faces or so maybe kurt russell was the one that would know what it was because he i think he plays or played he played elvis yeah when he was younger but um i guess you can't play elvis when elvis was older can you anyway uh <laughs> so uh if he if he had a reaction to like oh shit we just messed that up big time so that's interesting yeah that is interesting and his uh most recent movie was once upon a time in hollywood or is he come out with no one was he in that he he. Once I haven't upon seen Tom, movies. I haven't. Once upon a time in Hollywood was a different take on the was the Stunt. Manson, Manson murders. Yeah, yes. I think uh, uh, again without having seen it. Ever since the pandemic thing, I really haven't gone to movies. I, I, I'm starting to get back into it. When we were at New Orleans, the only thing we really could do is watch. Like I was like, you know, we were quarantined for yeah. two months, and so you know, sometimes we can go. Okay, y'all, y'all can go out. Just make sure wherever y'all go out, there's not a lot of people around. So we would mm-hmm. actually go to the movie theater and watch a movie that's been out for a while. Right, which is kinda, we, you can see if the seats are empty. And so that was something that we did. And wow. so I started getting back into movies and I was like, oh, I really miss. And I, that's one thing I like is I like to go to the theater. I like to mm-hmm. get some popcorn. And those reclinable chairs, yep. they spoil you now. They oh, yeah. spoil you. Well, yeah. And they serve cocktails in there now. I'm surprised Ocean Springs doesn't have a movie theater. They used to on 90. They? On Bienville. I know, I know the, the Biloxi Lux is nice. People, oh, yeah. I like that one right there by Edgewater. The one in D'Iberville. The one in Grand, I haven't been there in a while, and you got Cinemark. But like, you got to think, Biloxi, D'Iberville, Gulfport, Ocean Springs, Lux, a movie yeah. theater. Yeah. You might need to get something like that. So what were we talking about? I don't know. I'm just... Don't Movies. Talk. We were talking about well, Hateful Eight, then we talked about something yeah. else. But. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, originally, I, I had read that... Originally, I had read that it was uh, supposed to be a lot of the Manson murders and how little Charlie had endeared himself. You know, he, Brian, I mean, Dennis Wilson of the beach boys, he stayed at his house and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're interesting, but, but, uh, the, the, the powers that be from the studio wanted them to get away from it some. And so they incorporated other stories. That's what I've read. Yeah. So the, did you see it? The, 
Oh, several times. Oh, really? The the Manson. Oh, you're the man. Doesn't come in until about the second third of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mostly focuses on Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and their friendship and. Uh, They're stunt men, aren't they? Or is that? Or are they actors? Well, Brad is Brad his stunt Pitt man. is a stunt man. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio is an actor. Okay. Um, but it's their friendship and their their inner lives. Uh, the Manson does come in, like I said, until the second third of the movie, which that when it does, it yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. And see, Manson in real life, he never like. Yeah, I think I was born ninety, so this is part of history. Like, he never killed anybody, right? He just—he was the mastermind behind it. But he, but he pretty much was alive for this. He pretty—he pretty much uh, brainwashed his sect. They just released. They—they they yeah. lived. They lived on a on an old movie set. And see, that's what once upon they they and, portray and that. they just kind of like what are people doing now with homes? They just kind of move in. They what's it called? Where squatting. They, squatting. They just squatted on this movie set. And Manson was a frustrated songwriter. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson was, and I didn't so know that. he met he met Dennis Wilson, the Wilson brothers in the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. met him at a restaurant or somewhere he met him and no hitchhiking he was hitchhiking and dennis picked him up and started talking to him and evidently that that manson was very charismatic i can never understand that with people when you look at them like hitler's another one he was charismatic not looking at him but anyway so he took him he needed a place to stay so he took him home well he never left his home dennis wilson literally moved out of his own home because this guy scared the shit out of him scared him and, and of course with charlie came all the people so you've got that going on wait so who, who scared who charles manson scared dennis wilson once he kind of got a handle as to who he was and what he was oh wow he'd squatted and moved his friends his sect into the house another one that was messed up with that was neil young that neil young buffalo springfield maybe even that charles manson written the song that they said was actually pretty good but he wanted them to record it. Well, they didn't record it or were going to record it, and so he was after them. But the point, one of the, the theories or stories is, is that the reason why he attacked the LaBianca La, La Tate murders was the house. Terry Melcher, who happened to be Doris Day's son, was a big producer at Columbia Records. They turned him down. Melcher said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll record it. Well, he promised him he'd record it. He didn't record it. They went to kill him, but he wasn't there. He'd rented it out or sold it to LaBianca, who was the Folgers Coffee heirs. Oh, God. So that's how it's all connected with that. I know it's that's way far away from what we're talking about or should be talking about. No, but it's interesting. But I, it's that's, interesting that's the, ties, something, the ties in. Well, we're talking. We're still talking about Quentin Tarantino, the movie yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Like you know, so you've got all that, Lounge. all that playing out, and it's yeah. like, I mean, it'd be like Andre. You, you're driving down the road, and you see some guy. Well, poor guy looks like he's down on his luck. We don't pick up hitchhikers like we used to because it's dangerous. No. Obvious, yeah. obviously. You pick some guy up, then he, next thing you know, he's living in your house. You can't get rid of him or hanging around your bar or whatever, your restaurant. And yeah, it was just, this guy was a madman. Ugh. Yeah. So, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> so, other the, than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like to play? So, would you like to do another like last minute pitch of, you know, Red Apple Lounge, uh, what y'all offer, you know, just kind of get a, give the audience a, over the audio waves. Uh, a picture of what they can expect when they come to the Red Apple Lounge. So speaking of uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, I have a cocktail called Once Upon a Time in Ocean Springs. Ah, see, I love nice that. Nice tie. Now it's tied. Tie it all in. Uh, it's a tequila cocktail. It's basically a tequila old-fashioned with toasted almond bitters, uh, a honey simple syrup, reposado tequila, uh, one of my most popular cocktails. Um, so... T- tell me some more of, some more names of some of these drinks. I'm interested. So uh, I have one called the Honey Bunny. Ah, uh, very good. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Right. Uh, which tastes just like a honey bun from when you were in high school. I, I, don't even, I, I like the tie-in with in, the flavor. In the name. Nostal- yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgic. Uh, uh, five-point uh, five uh, finger-exploding heart technique 
from Kill Res- Bill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. We have the Crazy 88s from Kill Bill, mm-hmm. which uh, is uh, a cognac-based cocktail, which is really good. Uh, Jack Rabbit Slim, uh-huh. which uh, the restaurant that right. Mia and Vinny Vega go to where she has the five dollar milkshake and he has the right. the um the, the burger vanilla coke. Vanilla, that's so I kinda right. I kinda tied those two together. Really? Uh, to nice. This, uh, it's vanilla vodka with amaretto, half and half, simple syrup with a coke float. Huh. Another one of my most popular cocktails. Well, uh, I bet. We've got the Bayou Dogs, which is Reservoir. Probably one of my favorites because it's heat with a little bit of sweet. So it's a bourbon-based cocktail mm. uh, with uh, crawfish bitters, uh, finished with strawberry and cayenne pepper, with brown sugar and vanilla simple syrup. Holy moly! Absolutely amazing. You'll have to tell me what. Tell me about crawfish bitters. Uh, it smells like crawfish boil. So years ago for Christmas, you know, I've been bartending now for. Ever? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see that face he made? He, he like looked up and they had to like touch his forehead and it was like, that just means like you're, you've outlived your life probably longer being a bartender than not being a bartender probably. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So, we're not going to, we're not going to go there. But, but yes. <laughs> um, so, so I, I get, you know, bartending gifts from my family every year. Oh, that's cool. And so a few years back, my sister Juliet gave me this box of El Guapo bitters out of New Orleans. And they had gumbo bitters, crawfish bitters. Uh, I've never was, heard of oh, anything absolutely like this. Ama- that gumbo bitters, two drops in a Miller High Life, game changer. Really? But the crawfish bitters, I've been trying to find something to do with it for years. And when Kenny, my my friend, my business partner, um, gave me this list of, of cocktail idea names, I said, you know, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. And nailed it. I mean, I it's it's my favorite drink on the menu. So it was worth the wait for you to yes. figure out what to do with it. That is awesome. That is and that is very unique. Unique only to the red apple. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, I cool. challenge anybody to find a bar that has crawfish bitters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think but that again, there's a reason to go besides all the other reasons to go to the red apple. Yep. That's a great reason to go. Got to yep. check it out, man. Got to go and check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. My wife and I, we, we're looking for a date night, so probably hit up a cocktail there. Do y'all have yeah. any appetizers or anything like that? Just just drinks. Just drinks. Gotcha. But That's cool. If you want food, Mosaics is a 30-second walk. Right. I can call it in for you and have perfect. somebody run it over. I'll go oh, run, run it, it over pick for, it up you. for you. Oh, it's perfect. If you're that lazy. I mean, I just can't. So, Andre, let me ask you a question. So, being the Hunt Up Podcast, we're always... We always ask a question to end it off with inspiration, words of wisdom. Um, it usually pertains to music. So it could be music or it could be, hey, you want to open up your own lounge or, uh, you know, vibe or whatever you want to call it. So if you have a words of wisdom for young entrepreneurs, what would that be? I think one of my favorite quotes is find what you love and let it kill you. I like that. That's an interesting quote, and I like it too. It is, because it makes you think. Like, what you like and let it kill if you, you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. All right. But if you do it long enough, I mean, we all die, memento mori, but let it kill you. Yeah. Soft. Live, live, live your life. Live your life. Doing yeah, because you're going to die. You know, you'd rather do, die doing something you love or something you hate. Exactly. Yeah, I like, I like that, that a lot. That, good, that's a good quote. Good I'll remember quote. that. Yeah. Good quote. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I like that. I like the, uh, and also another question, like, what do you think about the direction of Ocean Springs and, you know, the business scene, but also the music scene? Like, are, are you tied in together? Yeah. Tied in together. Like, what do you think? So I think we've got a lot of great places doing great things, offering, uh, services as far as musicians are concerned. But I would love to see something like we were talking about earlier, something of a supper club mm-hmm. where we brought in more artists. Like yeah. Biloxi has Ground Zero. Right. Mm-hmm. I would love to see something like that come into Ocean Springs mm-hmm. to where we can bring in artists from not just local artists, mm-hmm. but bring in 
of other genres some, too. Other genres. You got New Orleans. You got Mobile. I mean, we're in the we're in the middle of a, a very happening place, and we're yeah. you know right off of the interstate. So, you know, I mean, if they were doing it in the fifties and sixties, why couldn't we do it? Exactly. Today? Exactly. Very well said. I like that. I do too. And you're right. I, 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 yeah. Why, why can't we do it now? Somebody will. Might be you. Might be you. No. (laughs) No. So it's it's food for thought, and I and I think that's a really good idea, and it would be a good direction because it'd be something totally different. And that's what we want is different, different things. I mean, I've got friends right now who work in uh, Nashville and. New Orleans, Mobile, mm. you know, why can't we as a community use our resources? I mean, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Why can't we use our resources to bring people in? Mm-hmm. I agree. That's, okay. that's a, that's a great parting thought. That's just really just need a, a venue willing to host it. Yeah. Well, I'm Jesse, uh, Andre, it's been a pleasure. It and, has been a and I cannot wait to try the Red Apple Lounge located on Government Street inside the heart of Ocean Springs. Yes. And um, I'm going to go home and watch some Quentin Tarantino movies tonight. <laughs> Me too. So, Jesse, the pleasure's <laughs> been mine. Hank, my old friend. My old friend. As always. A pleasure. A pleasure having you on the show. And and seeing you again. I hadn't seen you for a while. So this is great. Good awesome. guy. Yeah, He's I, a good guy. I haven't seen you since Sunday. That's since Sunday. <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> well, y'all take care. And once again, this is the High Note Podcast.